Growing a small business has never been easy. So, how can we build our companies and shortcut the learning curve? By getting advice from the people who've done it before. Everything you need to grow your business is right here. I'm Simon Lader. Welcome to the conference room. Good afternoon and welcome to the conference room. I'm joined by Jason Oswald. Jason is a serial entrepreneur who has dedicated his life to helping people break free from debt and credit chains. Over the past 20 years, he's helped thousands of people transform their financial and personal lives and has helped countless individuals start and scale businesses of their own. His belief is that business owners need four C's to be successful and recently co-created the 2X credit system, the ultimate source for business credit, cash funding and coaching to help businesses greatly improve their chances of success. And I'm delighted that Jason has come into the conference room to talk all about it. Jason, good afternoon and welcome to the conference room. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me here. It's my pleasure, my honor. Great stuff. So let's start off with my usual question, which is all stories have a hero and every hero has an origin story and you are the hero of our story. So tell me, how did you get from initially starting out to coming into this area of helping people get out of toxic debt? Well, first and foremost, they call me Jedi Jason, and I'll give you a little bit of backstory on that. So 21 years ago, I actually started the debt settlement company. That wasn't something that I thought I was ever going to start. As a matter of fact, at that time, I was a manager at a large collection agency out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. And so I was actually training people, debt collectors, and I trained thousands of them how to be those ruthless cutthroat debt collectors that wanted to pick up the phone, call you, harass you whatever it takes to try and squeeze blood out of the turnout. And that was my position. Well, my mom had died. She was diagnosed with lung cancer. She was given six months to live at that point. Now, my family was not prepared for that. You know, we pretty much struck with cancer and struck with debt at the same time because we weren't in a financial position. You know, I was because we had savings, we had retirements, we had investments, but we quickly went through those. And while we were at my mom's house, she started receiving collection calls. Luckily enough, I was a manager at a collection agency. I knew how to deal with those calls. But it was sort of a wake-up call of reality because one collector had asked, does your mother have a life insurance policy? Now, that was a question I asked hundreds of times before when somebody was in hospice or they were dealing with cancer, because our job as a debt collector was to get that money. So it was a wake-up call for me. That was the type of person that I was, and I was training other people to do them. So as things progressed with my mom and she had passed, I was like looking in the mirror. I had to face the reality, did I want to go back to that life? Did I want to go back to that career? And I made a decision that I didn't want to, but at that time, I didn't know what was lined up for me. And then somebody had left the collection industry and they started a debt settlement company. Now I knew about debt settlement because we worked with a lot of debt settlement companies. And so I started looking at that research in that path and it sort of just fell into my lap. And so I decided that I wanted to leave the collection industry, but I needed a route out of that. So I started a debt settlement company every waking hour that I had, any spare moment I had, I started that company until I could offset my income. And then once I was able to offset my income, then I left the collection industry. At that time, I was married, had three kids. We had two mortgage payments, two vehicles. We had the toys. You know, I thought we had made it at that point, but that's how I broke free from the collection industry on that. So the transition is that from that point on, I was working heavily and extensively with the mortgage industry, with realtors. And if a consumer 
was looking to refinance their house or sell their house, I would go in, negotiate and settle their debts. And that was really the market that I had. So they could maximize the use of their equity. And so they didn't have to take out more equity or they take out less equity as far as with the mortgage loan. So that's really long story short on how I went from the dark side to the light side. And that's why they call me Jedi Jason is because instead of being the mean cutthroat, you know, the Darth Vader of being a debt collector, my life and purpose was to obviously start helping people. Now, I've been an entrepreneur since I was a kid. I used to sell candy on the bus. I used to sell stickers. You know, I would do odds and ends. I would go shovel snow, rake leaves, whatever it took. And I remember one of the first books that I read, it was 13, went to the library and got how to win friends and influence people. So, you know, but the debt settlement company was really the true serious business where I put a lot of time and effort and I did things right. The other stuff was just like, let's make some money on the side, you know, as they call it now, side hustles. We didn't really call it side hustles back in the day. But I did things to make extra money, but the debt settlement company, I set it up properly. We wouldn't got a logo, the brand, everything else that, you know, most business owners think that they need when they start a business. And, you know, we spent thousands of dollars and for the brand image. And, you know, I'll share some of those tips that, you know, you don't need to spend thousands of dollars for brand image to start a business because a lot of people overthink and overcomplicate starting a business. And look, I have started several businesses, probably over 15 different businesses. Some have been successful, some have been, okay, it's been a passion project of mine and they're still going, but they're not making the money that I like, but that's just business. And I'm going to share some secrets of how you can do that using other people's money. And that's part of that. But that's how I got into the debt settlement industry. Okay, great stuff. So you mentioned, or we mentioned in your bio that you believe that business owners need the four C's to be successful. Okay. So what are the four C's? All right. This has come from my personal experience and from my business coach. So the one is capital. So that's one C, but that one C is divided into two. So cash and credit. Now, over 80% of new business owners, when they're first starting out, will actually fail within the first five years. And I believe that it's contributed to the four C's on that. So capital, cash, and credit are the two. The third one is having clients. You know, as a business owner, if somebody's not paying you money, how are you supposed to pay your bills? How are you supposed to keep your lights on? How are you supposed to grow and scale your business to bring your dream and make sure that your dream doesn't die as soon as you started it? So obviously you need to have clients. And then the fourth is a business coach. Most business owners, they're focused on starting their business. They're starting to grow in their business. They're trying to get clients in the door, but they're making a lot of mistakes. Being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, it's the roller coaster. And I'll share one of the roller coasters that I was on where I almost lost my business, you know, due to a partner and stuff like that in a second. But the fourth C there is to have a business coach. Now, you've got people that will probably want to give you advice and guidance and direction. And my question of concern on that, that person that's giving you that advice, how successful have they been in their life? Do they spend money on a coach? What are they doing with their life? Are they working a nine to five job? Are they trying to start a business? Are they running a business? And how successful are they with that business? You know, when I'm talking about business coach, you want to go to somebody that has started several successful businesses that have been in business for five, 10, 15, 20 years, like I have been, you know, and most people, they think, well, hey, Joe, my brother-in-law, he's owned a business, he's not doing the greatest, but hey, he gave me this advice on this strategy. And to me, that's not a true business coach. A business coach is somebody that's achieved something that's been successful in various aspects of their life. And, you know, they've had the trials and tribulations, they've made the mistakes and the errors, and they know better. So they want to share that knowledge and experience with others in their path to success. So the four C's are really cash, credit, clients, and coaching. I think those are, will really help any business, no matter what type of business you're in, it's going to help you scale and succeed and to achieve that dream. Look, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, we don't start businesses hoping that they're going to fail. 
We don't put money, we don't put our blood, sweat, and tears into that, hoping that we're going to fail, but it does happen. You know, it almost happened to me. If you'd like, I can go into that story because that's really my journey that has led me up to where I'm at with the system that we're going to be talking about today. Right. Okay. So let's dig into the system and understand what that is, because one of the things that I'm really interested to understand more about is the journey that you take your clients on, okay, and how they achieve the kind of financial freedom and all the benefits of no longer being in that kind of that mess, if you like, right? So first off, when you first engage with a client, what problems are you typically seeing? Okay, and what's the pain that those problems are causing? So the system is 2x credit system. And what that does is that helps business owners, whether you're just starting or you're an existing business, we help you to scale that business. We help to increase your chances of success. So when we're working with the business owner and we're talking with them, so what they're usually dealing with some pain points is that they're usually relying on their personal cash and credit to fund and run their business. Well, when it comes to personal debt, when you're using your personal cash, you're using your personal credit. So over here, you have all these expenses going on your credit cards. Well, as you're maxing out those credit cards, the more you use those credit cards, the lower your credit scores become. Yeah. And so it's sort of like a roller coaster ride on that. You know, look, one month you may spend more money than the other, but we're living in a strange time. And being in the financial industry, in the collection, the credit, the debt relief industry for over 20 years, I've seen a lot of things happen. What's happening more so nowadays is what I call the domino effect. So as you use that personal credit and you continue to use it and your debt to credit ratio goes up, your credit scores start going down. Well, creditors have what's known as a universal default clause. And what that means is that I'm a creditor. I extend a line of credit to you and I have a right to look at your credit anytime that I want. If I see any issues with your debt, with your credit, I have the right to reduce your credit limit, increase your interest rate, close the credit line, or all three of them. So as you're using more credit, personal credit to fund and run your business, let's say that you have a month where you need to make payroll with that, or you want to do some marketing, and you max out those debts, especially in the time that we're living right now with COVID, they're watching more and more stuff. They're shutting down credit lines. So if you've been relying on that, and then all of a sudden one creditor closes your account, reduces your credit limit, increases your interest rate, or all three of them, and other creditors see the same thing because your credit score will continue to drop like dominoes, then all of a sudden that credit that you relied so much on, it's gone. And it takes years to recover from that. And most business owners don't have backup credit. They don't have backup financial resources on that. And even if you did have a good relationship with a local bank, maybe you've been banked with Bank of America or a credit union for years, they go off your credit score. They go off your revenue as well. And if they see any problems, they're not going to lend money to you. So even if you've got credit cards that has your company name on it, that's a big lie. Because most business owners think that they have business credit because they have those cards. But those cards are usually tied to your personal social security number, your personal credit scores, or the business revenue. So if your personal credit scores go away or your revenue decreases, they're going to shut down your lines of credit. So that's not true business credit. True business credit is actually established and built under your business EIN number, and it's a process with it. It's not because the bank hands you a credit card with your company name on it. That's one of the biggest lies that most business owners actually believe. How do businesses build up strong credit? I call it business credit foundation. So I really coin it foundation foundation because you need to have certain things in place to have a solid foundation. It's a lot like building a house. So imagine it as you're building a business credit house. So you want to make sure that you have a solid foundation in place before you put down the foundation and you start framing the house, putting the walls on, putting the windows in, putting the roof off on and everything else like that. 
So the first foundation actually starts when you establish your business. It's choosing the right business name that's not considered restricted or high risk, such as real estate, mortgages, or anything like that. Right. Gambling, casinos, and adult clubs. Those are high risk. Those are volatile. And, you know, from what happened between 2007, 2008 with the mortgage crisis, a lot of lenders are gun shy about that. And I work with a lot of realtors. There is a workaround with that, but you want to make sure that you choose a name that's not like that. You know, a great name is like Jason Oswald, J-O consulting, you know, and I give people coaching management information. So it starts with that. You want to make sure that you register with the Secretary of State. You want to get your EIN from the IRS number, your tax ID number from the IRS. You want to make sure that you have a business website that tells a little bit about yourself and your company. You want to have a business phone number that is not your personal cell phone number. That is not a free Google number. As a matter of fact, I'll give one tip here. Uh, great resources is openphone.co. So it's like $10 a month. But once you get that business phone number, you want to have that listed with the 411 directories. You want to have a professional email address, not a Gmail, not a Yahoo, not a Netscape or anything like that. You want to have something like Jason at 2xcredit.com. 2xcredit is the professional website. Jason is a professional email that's attached to that. And so there's actually probably over 30 different things that you want to have in place to establish that foundation before you start to establish and build business credit. So having put the kind of like the business foundations in place, so you've got a name, you've got an email address, if necessary, premises, even if it's your spare bedroom, you have established, you know, a product and an audience to sell it to. How do you start building credit? Okay, so there's actually two different methods here. So obviously there's individuals that have good credit. There's individuals that have less than perfect credit. Is it fair to say that somebody that starts a business, their own personal credit will influence the credit worthiness of the business? Yes and no. And the reason okay. that I say that... There's the best answers, aren't they? <laughs> yes and no. By the way, the reason why I'm asking is because if someone's thinking of starting a business and they know, actually, right now, my personal credit is really crappy because maybe I made one missed payment, maybe I'm mm -hmm. like 90-something percent of my credit cards, maybe what they need to do before they start their business is to repair that personal credit. And I'm going to circle back around yes and no. All right, go on then. <laughs> and the reason for that is because when you first start to establish business credit, you can have crappy credit. You're still going to find vendors and creditors that will still extend lines of credit to you. So what I call it, and we actually cover this in our system, is that I call it the ship. And so start to establish business credit because you have to get that foundation in place. That foundation takes a couple of weeks. It takes, you know, 30 days pertaining to that. So as you're establishing and building business credit, then work on your personal credit on, you know, the other hand in regards to that. If a creditor decides no longer to extend you a line of credit or to reduce your line of credit, I'm guessing that will in turn impact on your credit score because instead of where before you had, say, $70,000 worth of debt against $100,000 worth of credit available. Exactly, yep. That's 70%. If they suddenly knock down from, they, they take away 30Ks worth of credit, even though you haven't done anything, you're now 100% of your maxed out. You basically, you're 100% of your maxed out line, which in turn is going to impact. Exactly. It happens all the time. So for example, let's say somebody has a $10,000 credit line. Right. And so all of a sudden they max out the $7,000 on that. Well, the creditor sees that they don't like it. You know, maybe there's whatever reason they use internally, but what they can do is they can decrease that credit limit down to the $7,000. That's the balance carried on that. So therefore that consumer just went from a 70% debt to credit ratio always to 100% max. So that would drop their credit score because that's not good usage of personal credit on that. Because business owners rely so heavily on their credit or they felt they fell into believing the bank's big lie. 
And so let me just talk about that. Is that most business owners that I work with, so you asked about the payments like that. Most business owners are under the belief that their banks, their credit unions, anybody that they're working with actually care about you. They do not care about you. They care about credit score. They care about revenue and how much money you have flowing through their bank. And so when you first open up an account, if they see good revenue, if they see good credit, they'll extend a line of credit to you. They'll give you a nice shiny plastic card with your company name on it. So what can businesses do in terms of either establishing or in terms of like putting the right foundations in or in terms of kind of reversing it to avoid that from happening? Having a backup plan. So with that, Steve, let me ask you a question. Do you have insurance on your house, your apartment? We're insured up to the hilt. <laughs> okay. Do My wife is very risk averse. You know, we've got okay. insurance for everything. Right. Do you have insurance in your vehicles? Uh, yes. Do you have health insurance? Yes. Life insurance? Yes. Okay. So why do you have those in place? because it enables my wife to sleep soundly at night. Exactly. So you have those in place. Look, we don't expect to go and crash our cars. We don't expect for something to happen or a fire, you know, we get damaged in our house. We don't expect financial devastation like cancer, you know, inflicted my family. Yeah. We weren't prepared for that. And so you have those in case of an emergency. You have those as a backup should they happen. So the best bit of advice that I can give anybody, any entrepreneur, anybody looking to start a business, anybody that is currently in business and you want to continue to scale and grow is have that backup plan. To me, how you can use other people's money to scale, to fund and run your business is one of the best backup plans. And as a business owner, it's going to help you sleep a lot better at night because look, on the right side of business credit, it's less volatile, it's less restrictions, it's less limitations than what you have on the personal side. On the personal side, you're at the mercy of the banks. The more credit you use on the personal side, the more damage, the more chance of you destroying your personal credit, you're risking yourself with that. On the business side, the more debt you use, the more that you're able to manage it and creditors see that you're using more debt, the more money that they're going to give you. So talk about that. You know, look, on the personal side, maybe you've got 10, 20, 50,000, $100,000 personal credit that you can access. On the business side, you can actually get 10 to 100 times more than you could ever get on the personal side without all the limitations, without all the restrictions or the requirements on that. They're more favorable to businesses because they want to help businesses grow and they know if that business does grow the more money they're going to use on credit the more that they're going to be able to pay that back so for me that would be the number one bit of advice that i give any entrepreneur any business owner and talking about the new business startups great thing about that is again you don't have to have great personal credit to start to establish and build business credit but at the same time as you progress you can use business credit to use the startup cost to get your business off the ground and how easy is it to get business credit, I would have thought that if you're just starting out in a business, going to a bank and saying, hey, can I have a line of credit, please? Can I have an overdraft or whatever would be a difficult thing to do if you've got- It is if you don't have great credit. And as I had mentioned, business credit, it does take a process. And look, if anybody's looked into business credit, you're going to see different models, different systems on that. One that always pops up is known as the tier system. Let's talk a little bit about my journey here real fast. You know, so what got me into business credit is 20 years ago when I was in the debt settlement business, it was huge. It was great success, high six figures, some years, seven figures. And I got so overwhelmed and I got so busy. So I thought I needed a business partner. So I brought in a business partner into the company and to try to take some of the weight and the pressure off of my shoulders. Well, what happened is that we were growing at an exponential rate. It became comfortable. So I wasn't watching what was going on with my business partner. So we ended up still in cash, clients, and our referrals. My credit took that roller coaster and I hit a wall with credit. No bank, no financial institution would lend me any money. 
So I went to friends, family members, financial institutions. Nobody could help me. I was about to lose my home, my business, just signed up on a new office space. I was scared. I was afraid of losing everything. I was at a very dark place and I was depressed at that time. And a friend actually introduced me and he was a very wealthy friend. He's like, well, why were you using your personal credit in the first place? Should have been using other people's money to do that. And by other people's money is by using business credit for that. Now, again, if you got bad credit and you're just starting, you're not walking into any financial institution to get a loan. They're not going to do that. You're not going to the Small Business Association. They're not going to give you funding because the Small Business Association is actually harder to get money from than a local bank. But if you start to establish and build business credit properly, and whether you use my system or the long system of the tier system, so the tier system, to circle back on that, it takes several months to establish and build business credit. You have to start with vendor accounts. You have to start buying merchandise. You have to pay for yearly membership fees because you have to establish your business credit reports. So the three major business credit reports is done at Bradstreet. You can actually establish that with them. You can expedite it and pay like $130 to have it expedited. You get it in 24, 48 hours, or you can wait a couple of weeks to get that. But you need that in place. You need to have your business registered with the state. You need to have your EIN. You need to have that foundation in place. Then you need to go establish that business credit profile with Dun & Bradstreet. Then when you start using vendor accounts, to give you an example, Uline is a big vendor account that a lot of people know. So Uline requires you to make three purchases from them before they establish a credit profile for you, before they start reporting it. Now, the two other major business credit profiles are Experian Business and Equifax Business, but you can't go to their website and establish that. What you have to do is you have to open up a credit line, also known as a trade line. You have to use that, such as buying goods and services from Uline. Once you make that purchase and you make the payment, then Uline will report it. Now, Uline requires that you make three purchases of a minimum of $50 to $75. And so right there, you've just cut away 60 to 90 days on establishing business credit because you have to go through the whole process with that. And then there's actually seven levels of what we call in the 2X credit system of establishing building business credit. It's a lot like a video game. Let's just say Super Mario. You know, you have to advance to one level. You have to go through certain things before you can go to the next one. And business credit's no different. Wrong. So if you don't have things in place, if you don't have all the requirements in place, then you're not going to the next level. You're not advancing. You know, in some cases, it's going to be game over. So that's why I say it's a lot like video games. So when you have level two, level three and above, that's when you can start going to financial institutions because they're going to take a look at your business, how it's set up, how it's structured. And the higher that you advance to the levels, the more the, the banks, creditors and lenders, their underwriters are going to look at. So that's why you want to have good things in place with that. Now, again, comparing apples to oranges here is that there is a way to expedite all of this, to establish a build business credit in as little as 30 to 60 days. And that is what we cover in the 2X credit system is we share those secrets with our members on how to establish and grow and build business credit fast. So you can start accessing cash funding and cash credit lines that you can use for marketing to obtain more clients. So you can actually use to fund and grow your business. Right. That sounds really interesting. So what would you say your top three tips to successfully build business credit? Don't use the tier system. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> because it takes a long time and there's a lot of mistakes that can happen. Two is that you want to make sure that you have a business credit coach and also coaching for your business. You know, again, the reason that I say coaching is necessary because a good coach will walk with you, hold your hand during your journey. Also, if you fall down, you make any mistakes, he's going to be there to pick you up. And then sometimes if you run with some ideals and thoughts, they're going to pull your head out of the cloud. So I really say don't use the tier system. And the reason for that is because it's going to take some time. You're going to make mistakes. And if you make one mistake when it comes to business credit, it's not like personal credit. It's not like where you can go and repair your personal credit. Business credit is very unforgivable. 
because it's public record, you know, future customers, other business owners, and the financial institutions, they have access to your credit profiles and that data in there. So if there's one mistake pertaining to that, then obviously your business credit could be shot before okay. you even started. So those are two tips with that. The third one is that do things the right way. Work with an established company. And, you know, look, being in the financial industry for the past 25 years, I've seen a lot of people that have just jumped on the bandwagon. They read a book or maybe they had one success. So they think that they're a master. They think they're a guru or an expert pertaining to that. Look, if you want to establish a build business credit, you want to go to an authority that has been doing this for 5, 10, 15 years like I have like, you know, my company has, you know, and we've helped thousands of consumers. We've helped hundreds of business owners to extra credit and to establish and build business credit fast by accelerating the process using business credit hacks. So, you know, I'm not trying to plug anything, but it's the reality. You know, I stand behind our system. I've tested this on countless businesses. I have literally started several different businesses using other people's money. I started an internet marketing company. I started a chocolate company using other people's money. I could start a chocolate company or an internet marketing company. This applies to any business. It doesn't matter what business you are. You can establish and build business credit. I just want to throw in the fourth tip there is, you know, look, get started now, you know, because the sooner that you get started with the process, even if you have a business or you don't have a business, you want to start right away. And it doesn't matter if your credit sucks or it's crappy and it's down around 500, you know, make it your goal that you're going to establish and build business credit and you're going to work in your personal credit. And the great thing about establishing building business credit is that all this personal debt that you were spending over here, you know, all this credit that you're using to fund and grow your business, you shift those expenses over to your business side of things, you get rewarded by creditors and that reduces your personal debt. And then your credit scores are going to go back up. So it's a win-win across the board. And that's why I call it 2X because, hey, you've got the personal credit side, you've got the business credit side, you've really unlocked and unleashed your true credit power by having both of those in place. That sounds great. Okay. So Jason, what's next for you and for your businesses? Well, so first and foremost, I want to give everybody a free resource that we came across, you know, talking about my journey, my path, what really got me into where I'm at as far as wanting to help business owners to scale, grow and succeed their businesses. Because look, I almost lost my business. It was a dark time and I would never want any business owner to go through what I went through in the process. So what I've done is I've taken my story, my knowledge and shared three major secrets on how to access hundreds of thousands of dollars in business credit and cash funding for any business. And I put this inside of a free report. So if anybody wants access to that, they can go to www and it's free biz, B-I-Z, creditreport.com and you can get access to that report. If you want to find out more about getting business funding right away, you can always reach out to me at jason at 2xcredit.com. You know, we'll get you set up. We'll take a look at your business. We'll take a look at what your goals are for your business and see where you're at to see how we can help you get some immediate funding for your business. I'll make sure that we share the links both to your free report and also how people can reach out to you through your website, your Facebook profile, and through LinkedIn as well. So we'll make sure that all of your coordinates are shared below in the show notes. I've learned so much about business credit and how it can be improved. It just sounds like an important thing. And I'm so grateful that you've found the time to come on and talk to us. And I wish you, all your businesses, the very, very best for the future. Jason Oswald, thank you so much for coming into the conference room. Simon, thank you for having me and the same to you and your family. Have a great day as well. Thank you. All the best. Coming up next week on The Conference Room, I'll be talking to Facebook Group's expert, Disha Wadup. 
So we start from the very first moment somebody would have an interaction with that Facebook group. So it goes right down to the minutiae of your description on the group, your header image, even down to the group name, making sure that we've optimized it so people know what they're joining for. Then we look at the questions inside of the group, how you're eliciting what those people need from you. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you visit our website, theconferenceroompodcast.com, where you can find all the show notes, plus links to the resources mentioned during the podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this, make sure you subscribe so that you're always the first to know when each episode is released. Also, please take the time to review the podcast so the more people who want to grow their businesses can find us. To talk about this or any other podcast, or in fact anything business-related whatsoever, find me on Twitter, at Simon Lader, or you can find me by searching for Simon Lader or Silesia Academy on Facebook or on LinkedIn. I'm always open to a conversation. Thanks for listening to The Conference Room. Until next time, keep talking.